The Zooier Than Thou podcast is intended for adult audiences and contains mature language and content. It may not be suitable for younger audiences, so if you can't get into a gay bathhouse, this show's probably not for you. Greetings, my proud and zooey colleagues! It's time for Zooier Than Thou! Hey, what can I say? You got me howling at the moon. Whoa, but don't you know the love is wild when you're a zoo? With Zooier Than Thou! Oh, yeah! Greetings, fellow zoos, and welcome to another episode of Zooier Than Thou. Wow, that was amazing. There's a lot of people here. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'm your host, Tuggle, and we have lots of fantastic people with us today. Uh, You know, last Zoo Pride, it was three of us, me, Fausty, and Kion. Mm. And today we have a full nine people here joining us, and I'm really excited to introduce them. I'm going to actually let you guys introduce yourselves. I'm Lovecat, and I'm just a sweet zoo file from Zoo Sexual California. <laughs> yes! Oh. Hello there, it is uh, me, Ask Zooey, or Zooey, from Ask Zooey. Uh, I am a voice actor, and I also answer your most sultry questions sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Steve. Hey, guys. Um, I guess I have somehow become a regular contributor to Zooier Than Thou, and I'm the host of the new Zoo Stories podcast at zoostories.farm. Oh, hi. I am Sigma, <laughs> uh, uh, author of the blog Cafe Zoo. Hello, I am Quantum Kitty. I am Twitter's most infamous zoo file. Um, like Love Cat, I am a kitty, but I exhibit bizarre physical properties. I'm a provocateur. Oh, provocateur. Mm-hmm. Zooey provocateur. Yes, sir. Hi, name's Joey. Uh, you may know me from Twitter and or my Twitch channel, Joey Streamy. Uh, I am a open zoo who does Twitch things. I'm kind of file. Um, I do a lot of different things. Writer, singer, occasional, uh, disc rapper, dungeon master. I nice. mostly do things behind the scenes, but I'm just getting back into zoo activism recently and glad to see that it's flourishing. Now, you're also helping with the Zooey Book Club, right? Oh, yes, that's right. I got approached by you-know-who to help with that, and I've been... Voldemort? You know, just participating, doing discussions, all kinds of different things. It's been fun so far. Hello, fellow zoos. I'm Zeman Depot, the Zeman with the most semen. Other half to the late Doug or Fausty, who was with us as we celebrate Zoo Pride in the greatest of spirits, that of a kind, loving community. And I know that we're both excited to be here with such amazing people. I'm proud to call both them and their non-human companions as friends and colleagues. Uh, we had a few other people who wanted to be here but could not for various reasons. We're going to shout out to Doodle. Uh, Doodle. Uh, shout out to V. Uh, shout out to Wolfie, who really wanted to be here. Uh, and shout out to Kintsugi, another person on Twitter. And to our friend Comet, mm-hmm. who is on the other side of the world and therefore could not be here. And finally, to Freaky Fred, who really wanted to be here. So thank you, guys. We would, we, we're we missing you today, but um, you're here in spirit, so we love you. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. All right, so I'm super excited. We've actually been probably talking for a half hour before we even started recording. Yep. And um, there's a lot of really exciting things, as you can tell, going on in the zoo community now. Uh, and so there's a lot of stuff to be pride prideful for. Mm-hmm. But as our normal format dictates, let me go ahead and do our email, and then we can get started. So I got an email from our friend Dark Owl about our last episode, A Culture of Caring. Dark Owl writes, This episode really made me open my eyes as I still had self-doubt, but because of this, I'm now finally able to accept myself. As I continue to march on, I thank you all for your help. I continue to listen in and absorb all the information I can as I love to learn more about our amazing community. 
I just want to say thank you for everything. My girl and I wait for the next episode. Until then, we howl at the moon for each and every one of you. Thank you. Hell yeah. I started the howl. Howlception. So that one was really, really put together by Canis and Love Cat. So I'll let Love Cat respond to that one. Oh, geez, man. I, I, I'm glad that it had the effect that uh, it was intended to have. Um, you know, that's what yeah. we're out here for is to uh, support each other and uh, let us know that we all have a place in the world and that our place is just as important as anybody else's. Heck yeah, so. dude. It's a very simple email. But uh, as always, we are open to a lot of emails. We got some really long ones. We still have some time. We still need to go over. So I know that you've been emailing in. I have been reading your emails. We will respond. Just give us a little bit of time. Um, but thank you so much, Dark Owl, for writing in. It's really mm-hmm. always nice to hear uh, that the episodes that we're putting out are having uh, a positive effect on people's lives. And, yeah, uh, and we know that a, that a lot more people listen to this podcast than write in. And um, i got to tell you that every email that we receive in support of what we do and letting us know the effect that it's having on your lives means the world to us. So please don't be shy. If, if this podcast does anything for you, let us know. That's what yeah. a community is. It's a, it's a feedback system. Yeah. On that note, I would like to turn over to Joey, who has started a Twitch stream, a Zooey Twitch stream. Um, and I wanted to talk to you because we've been talking on your stream. I got to be on your stream, uh, your 24-hour stream the other day. It was super fun. Um, so I wanted to give you some time to talk about that. Uh, sure. Is there anything in particular that you uh, wanted these wider Zoo community to know? Or anything well, of that nature? First of all, what is the name <clears throat> of your stream? Where can they find it? Uh, well, it's Joey Streamy. That's J-O-E-Y-S-T-R-E-A-M-Y on twitch.tv. Uh, you can follow through my Twitter at Joey Streamy. Um, and that's basically all the proper channels that I have currently. Uh, I am working on more, though. <laughs> awesome. Well, one thing you had mentioned is that uh, you were inspired. Uh, you were one of the people who did not write in who were actually inspired by the podcast. Uh, yes. Um, I am quite new to the zoo community. I'm only about two months in. Um I watch the show semi-regularly. Uh, I wouldn't say I'm like some dedicated, oh my god, I've seen every episode kind of guy. But I watch <laughs> it every now and again when I get the chance to. And, you know, just seeing you guys be as open about being zoos and just the positivity you bring to the community as a whole, it really just inspired me to do the same on my end with my Twitch channel. And, you know, I've had a couple people now uh come to me and be like hey you're really helping us out here you know i, I come by your streams I, I love your personality the 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 vibe you bring to the table and you know you've helped me come to terms with you know being izu or potentially being zoo um but you know it was just something shocking to me because i've obviously i've not had that kind of impact to my credit that i would like to have you know i've, I've not in my own opinion, done enough in the community as a whole to really accommodate and to my own credit, deserve that kind of like, oh my God, you've really helped me out here because, you know, I'm, like I said, I'm, <laughs> I'm new to all this. So t- for me to have people already coming to me and telling me these kind of things, it really means the world to I'm me. I'm glad. Well, I think, I think uh, one thing that we cannot underestimate is the impact of positive representation and I think what a lot of our listeners are going to find is that the Zooey media landscape is opening up. Uh, so another thing I really want to take some time to really celebrate is the Zoo ebook club, yes. which is was you know who's uh, brainchild, but then you kind of file actually helped him set up and put together and you participate in. The way it happened, at least on my end, was that I just I had recently gotten a new job and had more free time and more ability to do extra things. So I was like, why don't I figure out a few ideas? So I just messaged you about that. And one of the things was maybe we could start a book club and read different Zooey literature to which he responded. Mm -hmm. Oh, I thought you had told me about that because as it turned (laughs) out, somebody else 
was had exactly the same idea and was trying to put that together. So, you know, yeah. you put me in touch with you know who. Uh, we mm-hmm. spoke for a little while and now we've been doing uh, monthly sort of Zoom chats with various people about the different Zooey literature that we've been reading. Um, What's the current one? The next one is going to be a discussion of the book My Dog Tulip by J.R. Ackerley. Um, I believe we just decided to do it on Tuesday, August 4th. I'm not sure exactly what time. Uh, but uh, 5.30. Oh, yeah, yeah, 5.30. Uh, Joey's involved in that as well. Um, Very good. Yeah, exactly. Let's tie all these things together. Um, but yeah, that one... <laughs> I thought we needed something more lighthearted because the last thing we did was this super depressing tragedy about a goat and um, mm-hmm. just everyone is Edward crying Albie. and screaming. Mm-hmm. So it, <laughs> so we just, this more biographical novel just about this normal German shepherd. I thought it would be a good break from that kind of thing. And it'll be a fun read. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's funny, you were talking about how, like, you were like, I think maybe a Zooey book club. Oh, well, someone's doing that. Mm-hmm. Literally two weeks, two or three weeks ago, uh, Canis was like, hmm, I'm having a thought. You know what would be really cool? A Zooey Twitch stream. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, there's a Zooey Twitch stream completely independent of that thought. Yep. Uh, and I, I think what it really... and I. I I want to say that there could be more. It's not yeah. just like one person can have oh, yeah, one domain definitely. over anything. But like, a peop- like, if you're thinking about it, uh, someone else is thinking about it. Mm-hmm. And that means you should probably just go ahead and do it. Go for Absolutely. it. Absolutely. When uh, when Zooier Now came out, I had been thinking about a Zoo podcast literally like the week before. And I hadn't really even developed it beyond just like, what would that actually look like? And then I was, I was like, oh, my God. It's like, it's just the time for it's the time for zoos, you guys. <laughs> it's always the time for Zeus. Come on. Oh, oh yes. Okay. Oh, definitely. So, yes. Let's give a shout out to our other zoo podcast, mm-hmm. uh, which would be Steve's. Uh, what was it called again? Zoo stories. Zoo stories. Dot bar. Dot farm. Dot <laughs> farm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. So we now officially do have another uh, zoo podcast out there. Now, there is a, a pretty relevant reason why the next episode hasn't happened. Do you want to give just a short idea of what, what's going on there? I am f- fortunate in that I have had an abundance of human-female zoo romantic partners and relationships. Um, and the female zoos that I know are mm-hmm. uh, in existence. They, they do exist, <laughs> right? But they're, they're pretty discreet. Okay, so it's it's kind of hard to find them, and it's um, <laughs> it, it became clear right away that in the online forums, the male voices um, are eclipsing the female voices in a way that does not encourage community mm-hmm. participation of female zoos. So, I'm Very. specifically trying to oh, find yeah. a female zoo to be our next guest, and I found one um, mm-hmm. on uh, Beast Forum. Uh, and then it moved over to Zooville, and uh, we've been chatting, but uh, the communication's been a little intermittent. She's um, indicated she'd like to participate, but then actually coordinating that has been um, not forthcoming yet. So if you're out there, ma'am, um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I would really like to record your interview. And this goes up for any female zoos um, who would like to share their story. Mm-hmm. If you'd like to see the format of the show, there's an episode out already with Love Cat who's on this podcast right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, that's that's uh, what's going on with Sue Stories. Yeah, nice. I, I have to, I can't help but note, this is a pretty big sausage fest here mm. at Zooier Than Now today. Um, I did try to get a few people that I know, uh, but you know, it, not everyone can always record at the same time. It's like pulling together a D&D session. Yep. Everyone's got crazy schedules that don't align. <laughs> uh, and so not everyone can always participate. So speaking of Zooey D&D, yep. which is a thought that a lot of people have had, let me go over to Kaino about that. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, the same thought came to me as well maybe a month or two ago. And actually, coincidentally, it was after you released that 
one podcast where you talked about it as a possibility, but before I had heard it. So there's just <laughs> so much. <laughs> I think the theme of the day so far is serendipity, where like everyone just has yep. the same thought at once and then someone happens to do it. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So I just like went over to Zooville and posted a thing saying, hey, maybe people would like to do this. And for a while, there weren't really any that many takers because it's a subgroup within a subgroup. You'd need to find someone that's interested in animals and also rolling dice. Uh, This guy. Difficult. This guy. Yeah. Kane is. <laughs> In fact, right after this recording, I will be going to a D&D campaign. So. Oh, that's awesome. Yes, All right. Be awesome. <clears throat> but yeah, eventually, you know, a few people did get put together. And like you said, scheduling was a bit harrowing because, you know, one person works nights, one is. person's in the UK, there's just all kinds of stuff. But, you know, we found something that works and we've been doing it roughly every two weeks for a couple months now. Um, Very The players are level three. They have a couple of different canine companions and we're able to solve problems using their various skills. Uh, And it's been fun. That's awesome. I love it. I'm a little jealous. (laughs) (laughs) I want to do a... Like a Zooey Starfinder group. That's what I want to oh, do so I can play in Isoki. Interesting. Yep. All right. I want to I do it. I, it doesn't even have to be Zooey, to be honest. I just want to play in Isoki. Oh, of course. Um. <laughs> I would suggest Zooey Call of Cthulhu, but I'm not sure how good uh, that would be. I think that would... I've done a little tentacles, bit of Call of Cthulhu. Yes. Oh, but... Well, you always have to be careful because half of the campaigns are like, check out these African savages. And like, oh... But, uh, well, that's half of that. Lovecraft's work to begin with. So you do have to be careful. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, like, oh, that's not fun. No. Um, so I don't want to overshadow the the blog that Sigma does, their cafe zoo. Oh, yeah. You want to tell people about that? I keep a regular weekly, weekly blog on both Zooville and... And on SoFurry, uh, for those that go on SoFurry, I am also there. Uh, come visit me there. Uh, uh, and the site SoFurry is actually a reasonably okay site for a furry site. <laughs> I am Sigma, uh, uh, Sigma to Zeta on Zooville, and Sigma Vizita on SoFurry. So, what is your blog? What do you cover every week? For the most part, I try to take a piece of literature that I have liked and felt inspired by and use that as a source of inspiration. But sometimes I skip that entirely. The basic idea behind my views that I tend to represent in my blog is that social acceptance is really available to anybody, but there is a lot of red tape and a lot of hoops you have to jump through, and it could take a long time. And a part of getting through that red tape is projects like Zoorier Than Thou right. and the other great things that we are doing here. So uh, uh, so the view I think that I tend to represent in my blog is that our situation, rather than being a hopeless one, uh, and, and rather than being something that can come to fruition overnight, uh, is really a very normal, natural process for a group of people that have tended to be unknown and invisible in society and tended to not be widely recognized or understood. I agree. I I think that's a great message. I think that your blog is always pretty fantastic. So if you want to check that out, you can definitely check it out on Zooville or on SoFurry. It's pretty easy to find on uh, Zooville. Uh, And SoFurry, if you just go to Sigma, the Zeta, you should be good. Meow. Uh, Quantum. (laughs) Quantum is uh, probably someone who has a l- more followers than most on Twitter, I would suggest. Mm-hmm. How many followers are you up to right now? Well, currently my account is deactivated. I'm in, oh, but I'm, you, you were. Yes, I'm currently in the process of kind of adjusting and restructuring, figuring out how I want to do things from here on out. But um. Right. Uh, Just so moment, people right know, be- uh, taking a break from Twitter is an absolute necessity for your mental health. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. So yep. I agree. If you are mm-hmm. on there and you're feeling overwhelmed, pay attention to that feeling. Mm-hmm. So um, uh, right before I deactivated my account, um, I had 
somewhere just over 1,500 followers. Holy shit. Wow. Yeah, right? <laughs> Holy shit. Damn. Uh, not bad for a zoo account. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not bad at all. Um, now, that has, of course, garnered you plenty of... Um, Infamy. Infamy yep. is a good word, yes. <laughs> I was approached by someone, um, I believe they DM'd me on Twitter, and they said, hey, you know, I want to do a video on zoophilia, and I'd really like your input. Could we do, you know, like an interview? And so I was skeptical. Um, he talked about it a little bit, and I gave him the benefit of the doubt, you know. Eventually went it over, it went over to Discord, we were talking um, and eventually I did agree to the interview and I set out some, um, you know, terms for the, uh, interview. We agreed on a number of things and say, and he said, okay, okay. Then he said, you know, I want to have a friend in this interview. <laughs> and yeah, I said, true. yeah. It's the exact said, same thing that happened. Yep. Oh <laughs> my God. And I said, oh no, 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 no. He's not active on social media or anything. He's just a friend, you know. I want him there to, mm-hmm. you know, help me come up with questions and such. He agreed. He said, yeah, it's there's not, there's not going to be any loaded questions. There's not going to be any sort of anything like that. Uh, he was full of shit all along. Right. So what I would have done is click. <laughs> That's the end of the interview. So I, I want to encourage people, um, if you are going to do these interviews... If anything happens that where you have the terms of your agreement to the interview have been violated, end it. That's it. You're done. The contract has been violated. I would say there's stuff to learn from these types of things. And I I really think the number one thing from that is when your interview terms are violated, just end it. Um, Because at that point, you know that things are bad faith. There's no reason to keep going. It's dishonest. Yeah. But, um... In the end, it was it was it was great. We had a good uh, viewing party. We we laughed tons. It was a great video. Quite frankly, in the end, I'm glad it happened because it was a good time. And um, you know, during that, you know, uh, when you know I uh, you know was ambushed in this interview, um, you know, there was you know the community there to back me up. Yeah, Lots exactly. Of, uh, zoos, yes. You know, like, hey man, I heard this happened to you. Talk to me. I'm here for you. And, you know, it really showed me that everyone really cared and that, we, you know, we were there for each other and there to back each other up. So yeah, that was dude. great. Uh, all right. So I do want to know, obviously, it's Zoo Pride Week slash month. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we're celebrating all month in my household. But I want to know mm-hmm. what you guys have been doing. It has been uh, I'll start because I want Zeman to have a chance to talk before he has to head out. Um, mm-hmm. Zeman is over at my place here in mm-hmm. Pittsburgh. And we have been having a hell of a time over the... We, well, it's, we've been having a pretty casual, chill time. Um, but it's been a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> yeah. Our big our big day was yesterday. We got to go do a bunch of stuff. We did um, some duck-related things. We did uh, a vegan restaurant that I really like. We took the food over to the park. Uh, and... <laughs> Got to eat it and play with the dogs. Um, you, Zeman, you want to kind of talk about what we what we did up in, up there? So, as some may be aware, um, I was engaged slash husband to Fausti, who passed away in January, and I was finally able to come back to Pittsburgh after traveling for a bit and uh, retrieve our Christmas tree that we had had. And it was always our intention, Doug and my intention, to plant it somewhere meaningful to both of us. And uh, since he was not able to, Toggle was able to help me with that. And we buried his ashes with it in the state park we trained at for his 50K that was on his bucket list. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So, uh, very emotional time uh, yesterday. But... Uh, very grateful to share that love. Oh, that's awesome, guys. Yeah. It was cool. I mean, it's exactly the kind of thing you'd want to do for Zoo Pride. Doug would be so amazed, so proud of all the new voices that are coming to public. And to see 10 voices in this podcast right now <laughs> would be so astounding and mind-blowing mm-hmm. that it's, it's, it's a huge change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And something to be proud about. Definitely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've, I've taken a moment to like uh, have the feels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So I want to hear what you guys are doing. What's up? Uh, I know Sigma has to go soon, so I'm going to let you go ahead and start. Toggle, I am going to confess to you that one of my shortcomings is that for some reason I have a mental block against really being able to pay attention to holidays. I am like this about Christmas. Uh, (laughs) Look... It's embarrassing. It's not a good thing about me, okay? I'm going to own up to it. I'm going to own up to my own bullshit. I will say that with Zoo Pride Week happening, I have actually been trying to come out of a brief period of hibernation I had gone into and start again being more active in the Zoe community, being more active in the chat, being more active and sharing my ideas uh, uh, in regard to the community, trying to build more bridges uh, 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 between my point of view and the points of view of uh, uh, the, the leader of Zooville uh, and some of the people on there that uh, that we don't always see eye to eye, but we need we need to discuss we need to discuss those differences in a way that we realize mm-hmm. that in spite of those differences mm-hmm. we really have the same goals. Right. Uh, so, <laughs> so and that that is community. Mm-hmm. Community is not about uh, avoiding your differences, and it's not about eliminating your differences. But it's about realizing that your differences are there. But really, uh, for a little while, you're going in the same direction. Uh, so that's the point I've been trying to drive at uh, on, on Zooville and in uh, my right. blog coming up. I'm going to have it out by tonight. Uh, I'm going to be discussing exactly that. That's fantastic. That's great. That's perfect. Mm-hmm. I love it. Who else? Who else? What are you guys doing? I want to know. Well, um, usually I would prefer to meet zoos in person and party, but we are mm-hmm. having a global pandemic, apparently. <laughs> so... If uh, if you haven't heard, uh, have you been under a rock? So, um, <laughs> no, I've been under a horse. Oh, yeah. oh no! Well. What I have been doing instead is um, taking this opportunity to connect with uh, local and not so local zoos online and just check in and let them know I'm thinking about them, and then to quietly contemplate what it means to really be at home with who I am and how those um, mm-hmm. relationships with zoos really affirm that and how thankful I am for that. So um, if uh, you're one of the many zoos in my life right now, just know I'm, I'm talking to you and I'm really grateful <laughs> for you guys. Love. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love it. Joey, you did something cool. Uh, yeah. I did. Um, I did a 24 hour stream where I utterly exhausted both mind and body all for the spirit of zoo pride <laughs> because I, I, I just, I, I, I had to. <laughs> um, I, I, I'm a firm believer in go big or go home for things like this, and I had to go the biggest I possibly could with that stream. And oddly enough, um, I did that stream, I passed out, and I was back streaming like a couple hours later. So, <laughs> um, and t- I know all about going big. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you know? I made it. <laughs> but um, big. In terms of what I'm doing for Zoo Pride Week, I'm mostly just spreading the positivity, man. Spreading the love. Constantly posting uplifting messages for, you know, zoos and non-zoos. Because I'm a firm believer that, yes, there are anti-zoos out there that don't enjoy what we do and love to simply rile us up with their petty comments and their trollish behavior. But, you know, I firmly believe that, you know, in the future we could have a coexistence of sorts with the wider majority of the world that yeah, dude. do not mm. you know maybe approve but they look at it in terms of say how we looked at oh homosexuality about 10 years ago i don't like it mm-hmm. but i mean you do you right we'll get there i think we're actually on the way oh, yeah. there pretty pretty much already for the most part oh, yeah, sure. i agree mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. What else? Who else has done something cool? Uh, um, I had a gathering. Uh, sorry, yes, I'll, I'll yes, go no, no, the floor in just fine. a moment. But uh, yeah, just a, a couple of days ago, uh, I and a, a half dozen other zoos got together, and uh, we were going to have a picnic at a uh, really beautiful regional park. But unfortunately, they had closed all the picnic areas, which I foolishly did not check uh, uh, yeah. before I got there. Um, so we were there just long enough to see that it was gorgeous, and it would have been a great time. But uh, luckily, one of us lived just about. <laughs> a half an hour away so we just had a house party instead and grilled in the backyard and uh, got drunk and uh, nice. hung out with each other and the dogs and had a fucking great time that's fantastic that's awesome that oh, sounds yeah. like a blast who was gonna was go great. next I who was saying something there. next oh um, well I was going to say a couple of things uh, one was that I 
basically started my Twitter account because of Zoo Pride. I mean, admittedly, I did it a bit early because the whole situation between Quantum annoyed me enough that I was like, what can I do that's fun about this? So I just like wrote a little battle rap thing and then made up a character Twitter and put it on there. That's awesome. Um, yeah, I mean, like for the most part, it tries to be more positive and is just like, <sighs> I get that you're pissed off about this stuff, but I really don't think that it's us that's the problem here. Yep. But in any case, yep. um, so I did that. I basically role play on Twitter as like just cute dogo doing positivity and like remember to color your pets clothes for 4th of July because fireworks and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, fireworks um, have sucked. Yeah, they... Oh my god. the A few nights ago, like, my town's firework display just fell over in the middle of something. <gasps> uh, nothing... Oh, no. no one got hurt. But, like, basically, that was the end of the show early on, and then the fire de department was saying, what do we do about this? And their answer apparently was, we need to set these all off at one in the morning. <laughs> so that was oh a fun night. Fucking God. <laughs> oh, Christ. God. Jeez. They were going oh, yeah, until, yeah. like, well, that, three last night. I mean, night. yeah, that's even besides the local ones that go on every night. But I, I thought there was actually, like, like a like a street war outside of my house last night <laughs> you could feel it in the house like people blowing their giant mortars up outside oh, you could mm -hmm. you the the windows would rattle and like you could feel the blast even though there was like a wall between you I was like this is crazy yeah mm -hmm. like, what the fuck are you guys shooting off i know it's well i can just... tell you what i was shooting off uh, yeah. <laughs> oh of course we all know mm -hmm. <laughs> uh sorry so that's sorry. right uh, anyway, so I've been doing that. I've also been trying to, like, clean up and lay the groundwork for a puppy at some point. Because, like, <gasps> I'm financially <gasps> stable enough at this point. So, like, you know, I feel like it it's time to at least start looking. I've been looking different places. Mm. I don't know yet whether that'll happen even this year. But, you know, here's hoping. And then yeah. start of a beautiful thing. Yeah. Friendship or more, whatever it is. That sounds wonderful. Congratulations. Yeah. So sure. I am actually still going out of town. I'm limiting what I'm doing, but uh, I am going to be in Georgia next week visiting a friend. Um, and I've got a couple of friends who are going to be visiting, trying to be mindful of the pandemic. but So we're not like doing a bunch of stuff, making sure everyone has masks, all of that stuff. Um but still, I, I'm really excited because I really need these breaks where I can meet other zoos. But however you're celebrating, I hope that you are enjoying yourself. Uh, I know that we went and got the dogs some Ben and Jerry's yesterday. That was one of our, our big things that me and Zeman did. Just a, a little treat for, for the animals. Uh, definitely if you can. Um, you know, just do something nice for your animals that you, that you, that's like special uh, for Zoo Pride. And we'll be right back with more Zooier Than Thou right after this. This week's podcast is sponsored by Zooville, the organizers behind this year's Zoo Pride celebration. Zooville, you'll come for the porn, you'll stay for the dumpster fire rants. And also by any Zooey thing that's not this podcast. Zooey things, you've been waiting and they're finally here. And finally, all the major corporations that turned their Twitter profile icons to Zoo Pride flags for one week and then promptly took them down. So what positive aspects about myself do I attribute to being a zoo? One of the most positive traits that I've gained from being a zoophile is my empathy for animals and recognition of their inherent value. Once you realize that animals have the capacity to feel, love, and care for each other in the same way that humans do, you also realize that the many ways we exploit them for profit are morally reprehensible. I have a unique perspective among two-leggers. Being zoo, I treat non-humans with respect as sentient adult equals of another species, and I've found that, unsurprisingly, they respond very positively to that respect. 
And this experience isn't just limited to the animals I live with. I'm respected in my field working with domestic non-humans and I'm certainly no stranger to it's like you're some kind of whisperer comments, but I do find that all I have to do to earn an animal's trust is just be trustworthy. Non-humans just kind of gravitate toward me and I wouldn't trade my perspective for the world. Because of my great affinity for non-humans, I've made a point of educating myself both formally and informally about the aspects, lives, and welfare of other species. I just plain don't care and want to make sure I play whatever part I can in supporting and improving their welfare and the quality of human understanding of and empathy for the other species we share the planet with. I don't think that I'd have that sense of urgency about this if I were in a zoo. Being a zoo is having a deeper relationship and understanding and respect for animals. We are not masters or owners, but partners with our fellow life forms. Part of this is being truthful with our own feelings with animals. We are blessed to be able to fully love them, even when others tell us that such love is wrong. Being a zoophile has taught me that all of us, human or otherwise, are just animals trying to get by and be happy. Life is simpler when you remember that. Words get in the way. The most positive part of me that comes from being zoo is my creative drive, because there's this whole untapped potential of culture that's just waiting to be explored in the relationships between zoos and their partners. It's a fascinating idea to work with, whether it's through songs or stories or drama or anything else. Also, it means that I personally feel like I have to build these things because there aren't that many of us who are going to do the work. So that's what being Zoo does for me personally. It forces me to get out of my comfort zone and do cool things I've never done before. In a greater sense, the formation of my ability and inclination to be open-minded, tolerant, and even embracing of unfamiliar cultures and the unknown in general was greatly influenced by my being a Zoo and learning to accept and embrace myself as such. Being a zoo forces me to really question the status quo and question how I treat others and how others are treated by uh, society. Being a zoo has allowed me to have empathy and perspective that I otherwise wouldn't be able to have. To be a zoo is to be compassionate for humans and non-humans. And I credit the compassion I have for my zoophilia to me being vegan and anti-capitalist. I've been a zoo, mm, I guess I've been one my entire life, but I realized it, say, 35 years ago. I found a name for it about 25 years ago, and along with that, discovered and enjoyed the larger zoo community. Being a part of the zoo community has probably been one of the more positive aspects of my life thus far. Being in this community holds me to a higher standard. I know I certainly would never have even gone vegetarian, let alone vegan, without help from the zoo community. It would have never happened. Indirectly, being a zoo has resulted in being more open, more helpful, and more giving, not only to members of the zoo community, but it's changed me over the years. And I've become more helpful and giving in general as well. But to summarize, being a zoo has contributed to my characteristics of open-mindedness, empathy, and generosity. To be a zoo is to love all beings, perhaps in more ways than most people, but to love them nonetheless. Always remember that love has no boundaries, or it knows none. I'm proud to be Zoo. Happy Zoo Pride. Fetch me the canvas! Good evening, and welcome to this edition of Great Performances at the Zoo. Tonight, we bring you the world premiere of Fido, a modern reinterpretation of Puccini's Tosca. In this scene, the painter, Canon Marmandum, stands in the church of San Faustino della Stalla, painting a portrait of the Madonna while describing his muse, Fido, to the sacristan. The lady he paints, though alluring, cannot hope to compare to the raw passion and exuberance of his canine paramour. And now, let us listen as he expresses his love in the way no other can, through song. and goes to the dogs and you 
skinned and blonde-haired, you stand up on two legs. Fido stands on four legs. Ignores the ladies and goes to the dogs. Art is a wonderful way of exploring the beauty of every species. Though while I paint this lady, I have only one longing. My love is all for you. Welcome back, Zoos. We're now just here on the other side of programming where we don't have anything else planned, but we're just going to chill out and hang out and have fun. I would like to start by saying I had so much fun doing the streams. I didn't know I would, um, but it's been it was such a blast to be able to just hang out and talk to people uh, on your on your stream, Joey. Oh. Well, like yeah. I told you, man, it's whenever you guys want to drop by, you're more than welcome to drop by the little stream I have and just say hello. Like, I have no problem with that. You know, I know we've discussed <laughs> like official channel for, you know, asking, but in all honesty, I have no real issues with, like I said, you guys just dropping in. Yeah. I think it's always nice to, to like be able to like tell your people that that's going to happen, though. So, oh, I agree. That's kind of what I'm thinking. I agree. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. You know, like I said, if you ever want to just pop back in, just you know how to find me. Shoot me a message, Telegram, Discord, Twitter. Yeah, the the three the trifecta of contact. Indeed. So me and Zeman, Zeman, your dog. The last time I saw your dog, he had little needle points for oh, teeth. Oh yes, puppy and teeth. And now, Yay. yeah, now his paws are as big as mine, and his head is like twice as big as mine. Nice. He is currently eight months old and currently about 110 pounds. Holy day. <laughs> he is a huge dog. He's so big. Every time I just, every now and then I'll just be sitting around on the couch and I'm like, your dog is so huge. <laughs> Why is he so big? Can I ask Why does he still have more growing to do? What kind of breed is he if you don't want me asking? He's a Kangal, a Turkish Shepherd. That's, yeah, those are big ass breed dogs. Uh, in more mm-hmm. ways than one. His breed is uh, related to the Anatolian Shepherd, which was Doug's uh, service animal before he got stolen by the police. Um, right. We oh, found my. this. We st- found this puppy. And we picked him up the Sunday before Christmas. Mm. Uh, so it was a very special pickup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's super sweet, though. He's like super well behaved for an eighth month eighth month old puppy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the amount of cognitive uh, th- processes going on in that head is just astounding. You'll, you can watch him thinking, yeah. Yeah, exactly. You watch him think all day long. Uh, unfortunately, half of that is trying to figure out whether he's going to listen to you or not. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, he's actually pretty well behaved uh, for a puppy. He's a uh, yeah, I, I take it for granted, really, because I've never uh, raised a puppy from eight weeks old before. And uh, mm-hmm. I guess I kind of take it for granted how much cognition is actually going on. And I don't realize how blessed that is. Yeah. And, you know, and the other great thing is, the amazing thing is he gets along with my dog, Joey. Joey uh, doesn't, isn't aggressive with dogs. He's very antisocial. Uh, now, obviously, he's he's kind of been like, no, I'm, I'm not going to play with you, large mammal. <laughs> but um, you know, when they first met, he was super excited, which he never gets. He never gets excited about other dogs, only to sniff them. Um, you know, when they're in the same space together, they're perfectly fine. Um, uh, so it's been a nice. It, it's been a it's been a situation where Joey is clearly not anxious the whole time. Uh, which is something that happened when that um, that puppy was left on our front porch. You guys remember that? Yep. Oh yeah, I mm-hmm. remember, yeah, I remember that. that. Yeah, the, 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 uh, Joey was not ha- not happy. 
Um, not happy. No, at I all. was not very happy at all. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it's been cool. Uh, it's been nice to have you over. It's been nice to have another big dog in the house, uh, and then you know have that have him be so well behaved and kind and thoughtful. He's been so kind to to Joey too. He's like he'll be like, hey, take this rope. And let's play together. Aww. And Joey's like, no, absolutely not. Oh, come or on, Joey. He'll be like, you dropped this ball. Here's back. Oh. Yep. He'll give it back. He'll give back the ball. <laughs> but Joey will like, as soon as uh, as soon as the big dog will come over, Ash will come over and try to play. Um, Joey will abandon whatever toy he has as like a sacrifice to get away. <laughs> <laughs> he just drops it. <laughs> oh. It's funny. Oh, boy. So, obviously, the focus of this episode is pride and kind of chilling out and having fun. Mm-hmm. And I am really thankful to have so many cool things happening at the same time. Yeah. Uh, I wonder, what are some things that aren't here yet that you guys want to see in the community? Uh, so, hmm. there's there's a couple of things that come right to mind. And... Um, I feel just so thankful that they're already happening without even me really doing anything, which tells me um, the culture is ready for this. It's like the saying where, you know, revolution is impossible before its time and it's inevitable once it is. Yep. Mm -hmm. I'm misquoting somebody horribly, but (laughs) one of the things that I really, really enjoy is um, zoo humor. Yes. And I'm seeing it proliferate now in the form of, you know, pop- popular culture, like memes. Um, one, one in particular that I would like to call out on Twitter is at Zany Zoo memes. Oh, I it's love like, it. Mm-hmm. That's I love one of my so favorite much. things. Well, a, I'm going to go check that out right now. Who's making that? Mm-hmm. Whoever's making <laughs> that, that like, I really appreciate it. Oh, <laughs> he's going to be thrilled to hear that. And then the other thing is um, just the growing chorus of our voices um, showing that we're not very good villains. (laughs) 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 That we would be the most boring reality TV show contestants. You know? (laughs) That's a good way to put it. The same boring mundane lives as anybody else. It's just that we happen to be zoo and so then we infect our zooness with mundanity instead of the other way around. <laughs> nice. <laughs> you know, so it's, it's really that's cool. two things I'm really thankful for. Yeah. I saw a, a clip from a, a cartoon where someone was like, just literally was like, loving your dog romantically is cool. And I was like, yes. That's in a cartoon on TV. That's hmm. awesome. Yeah, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. I love it. We're getting um, there. We're getting there. We are. What else? What are you guys looking? What are you guys looking for? What is your media diet of zoo media lacking? My honest opinion, we need uh, like, I know it's probably more of a way to often say zoo humor, but zoo artists and all yes. mm-hmm. absolutely zoo what artists uh, zoo artists and I mean that oh. artists as in painters, musicians, any any kind of artistic creativity. Oh yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Indeed. I, I might know one of those. Right, I know, I know. <laughs> four zoo musicians. There might yeah. be more than one or two yeah. just in this chat right now. <laughs> like I think zoo musicians yeah. are just the thing that I would like to see the most because you know mm. zoo artists more or less can just hide out in the furry community and just say, this is feral art. What? No, mm-hmm. this isn't real. Never mind how accurate the dog dick is. It's it's fiction. Uh, but exactly. But music is different in that it's not. It's almost impossible to make pornographic. So like you have to a lot of it has to be a lot more um, allusions to things or just focusing mm-hmm. on the pure emotion of various different aspects of a zooey life and there is a lot to be said for being able to do that at, at this point for being able to just yeah. like you know make a love song make a morning tragedy make a love song. song to your dog yeah, yeah. all that kind of stuff <laughs> or a tragedy about a horse that you oh loved. no sorry you reminded me of one that actually exists and it's mm, it's not fun. Bittersweet. Uh, it's not even bittersweet. It's just 
like it Depressing. tries to be shocking. Yeah, um, uh, Equus oh. by Peter Schaefer. Oh yeah, right. Based on the play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, there's well, a there's a, there's a really good there's a Zooey love song about a dog hidden in plain sight in the popular culture by one of the most famous bands ever to existed, um, Bruin Yar Stomp by Led Zeppelin. Really? Oh yeah. Huh. Oh, nice. Huh. Also, I love my dog by Cat singing. Stevens. Sorry. Yeah, or that. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, Burn Your Stop is, um, you know, Robert Plant singing a love song to his uh, blue-eyed Catahoula cattle dog. You know, mm-hmm. it's... <laughs> and that's the I whole song it. is just that. It's really catchy and wonderful. Mm. <laughs> I love it. Oh, my God. These zany zoo memes. It's life. Right? right? It is. The air I've been reposting well, them as quickly as I can. It's so good. <laughs> yep. I revlog them all the time. I love them so much. But, um, <laughs> hey, so, yeah, if you're on Twitter, at Zany Zoo Memes. Totally worth it. Z-A-N-Y is Zany. It's the straw you want to suck. Oh <laughs> <laughs> hey, but, guys, uh, I've got to get going pretty soon. I just wanted to say a couple of things. Um, again, yeah. if you yeah, are a female zoo and you would like to be interviewed for the Zoo Stories podcast, you can see what we're all about at zoostories.farm. Catch up with us on Twitter at stories zoo or email at zoo stories at protonmail.com and the other thing is if you would like some of the holographic slap stickers that say lick mare pussy or lick dog pussy i'm almost out of dog pussy ones but i have lots of mare pussy ones and they are available free of charge shipped anywhere in the world to any shipping address you like just email at zoostories at protonmail.com. And still waiting for those dog knots. Yes, right? yeah. that's the next thing is the uh, dog dick stickers. Yes. Please. Yes. Yeah, so I excited. need them. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to put these everywhere. By the way, all of these stickers have been crowdfunded by zoos just like you and then shipped to anyone who wants them for free. I will guarantee the funding for the dog ones, so. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there we go. Cool. Let me also kind of shift uh, as our other crowdfunding campaign comes to an end. Zeman, do you want to update people on that? Uh, so help save my dog, uh, Lucy. We did. It ended the end of June. We ended up raising twenty one hundred and sixty dollars, I believe. Mm. Oh, that's awesome! Um, I'm going to do a partial match, and we're going to bump it up to three thousand. All right. Um, nice. But that will be headed yeah. uh, to Jason soon, and hopefully Lucy can get onto the road recovery as soon as possible. Yeah, that's really something special, guys. Uh, $3,000 raised by zoos for an animal in need. And that, my friends, is what being a zoo is all about. Here, here. Positive impact through community. Mm-hmm. All of you that have contributed, we appreciate you so much. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Yeah. You don't even understand. Yeah. Uh, oh, there's a big dog barking. Indeed. Yeah, there was a firework that went off. Oh, Still? that's what happened. Okay. It's the fucking yes. fifth, guys. Dude, this entire gonna, fucking week, exactly. you guys don't understand. At four o'clock in the afternoon, can't see it. You can only hear it. Stupid. Mm. It is, yeah. but people do it anyway. Uh, zoo movies. Yes or no? Zoo movies. By which oh, yeah. what? Like non-pornographic kinds. Oh right, right. <laughs> like actual movies. Yeah. Like, I was yeah. gonna say. As long as you're not like the the weird like gay tragedy things that mm-hmm. that gay mm-hmm. movies were so like proliferated with, where it's like oh or star-crossed right? lovers or something. Mm-hmm. Oh no, I, no! I want positive, funny, yeah. zooey stuff. Yeah, agreed. Like me, myself, and Marley. Uh, what was the name? Uh, of I, I would like to see something. Where the relationships are just treated as so normal that it's not even the point of the book or anything like that. Right, but let's right. say like Absolutely. the protagonist is a zoo, and that it's not uh-huh. made a big thing of. It's it's so incidental. Um, I think that would sure. be really subversive. Uh, if I was a novelist, I would certainly write a, a novel like mm. that. Mm, sure. Um, and then another what I was possibility. Say, yeah. Another yeah, possibility before. is like a. So, we keep interrupting each other. Oh, no. Go for it. Do you want it? Okay. Uh, another possibility for something like that, I guess, would be 
I do community theater sometimes, and they are always, always looking for farces. Uh, oh, yeah, dude. People love them. So, you know, you could have a th- one of those things of mistaken identities and just pratfalls and slapstick, but just slip in that one of the main characters has a secret relationship. What is it? And it's it's a dog. And, mm-hmm. well, <laughs> all right, guess none of you get the inheritance or whatever is going on. So, oh, yeah, you know, I something would totally like that. pay like 25 bucks to go see that. That'd That's be awesome. I to say, too, that uh, when, what we were talking about before uh, about mm-hmm. zoo artistry, um, I'd just like to point out that uh, not every zoo artist or, or work of art by a zoo has to be necessarily zoo related. You know, I mean, I. Oh, no, 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 no. It doesn't, you know. I. Uh, well, not not just that, but I think that that's also an important thing. Uh, I mean, I'm intending to to post some things pretty soon uh, on Twitter uh, as a zoo that have nothing to do with uh, with, with zoophilia. Uh, but you know, I mean, like I've yeah. been a lifelong uh, you know pa- well, I've painted in the last few years, but drawing was always my thing. Now sculpting and and these kinds of things. And I think it's also important to uh, to have an open zoo be uh, an, you know an artist just uh, like any anyone else almost in uh, in a mundane way like like Steve was talking right. about where it's like it's just a part of me you know and um, mm-hmm. and I think that, that that kind of visibility will also be very humanizing too because if you're making some really dope fucking yeah. art you know like they're, they're gonna be the, the people who oh but it was made by a dog fucker but they're also gonna be people who are like you know what that's so fucking dope that like I'm kind of not even bothered. In fact, what is the whole dog thing about, by the way? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Yeah. There are so yeah. many examples of that. Through, like Oscar Wilde is the biggest one that I can think of. Just mm-hmm. as it turned out, he made all this wonderful stuff because he couldn't be open about being gay. And then you know they have the trial of the century, and it turned out very sadly, but also exposed a lot of people to like what being gay was and could be and how you weren't a monster or an evil person just because right. of mm-hmm. it. Right. Exposure is the solution, my friends. Exactly. So we'll be right back. We got one more little segment fun for you and then we'll wrap up. I am proud to be a zoo. But what does that mean? Too often, people think of pride as a feeling of pleasure at having accomplished something. Or having unique possessions. If you think of it this way, you may say to yourself, I'm not proud. I haven't done anything remarkable. I have nothing to be proud of. But zoo pride is something different. Is something different. For us, pride is self-respect. Pride is community. Pride is knowing that I matter. That we matter. Pride is realizing that I have something to offer to the world as a zoo. That my perspective counts. Pride is knowing that I'm not alone. That we are not alone. Pride is recognizing that I'm different. And that's not only okay, it's important. It's important. My unique experiences have shaped me into what I am today. And I wouldn't be the same person without them. Pride is solidarity. Pride is a recognition that I am part of something bigger than myself. Something bigger than myself. This is what it means to have zoo pride. It's who I am. It's who I am. Who I am is good. And I wouldn't change that for anything. So I am proud to be a zoo. Thanks, friends, for listening to Zooier Than Thou. Join us next time when we revisit being happy, healthy, and zooey during quarantine. You won't want to miss it, so stay home and cuddle up with your favorite furry friend. You can subscribe to the podcast via our Zooey RSS feed. Just point your favorite podcast client at rss.zoo.wtf and off you go. You can find us anywhere fine podcasts are distributed, YouTube, Spotify, Alexa, or look for Technicolor Fruit. Our podcast website is still zoo.wtf, as in, what the fuck? How many people are you going to have in this episode? Our Twitter is at Zooier Than Thou, and you can follow Zooey's naughty advice at AskZooey. Our respective online contacts are available in the show notes on the website and or on the YouTube channel. A reminder that we have a form that enables anonymous submissions to the podcast on our website, zoo.wtf. You can share your pride stories with us, ask Zooey about the do's and don'ts of sleeping with dolphins, or threaten to dox us with an address in a different country than we live in. You can also simply email us at mail at zoo.wtf. Isn't there an overrepresentation of male energy in our community, though? 
What about smoke signals? Or sky rating? Or telegrams? Everyone could use a little bit of zoo pride this month. Send the podcast to someone who needs to know the good word of zoo positivity. All non-humans who contributed to this podcast are very proud of their humans for showing their pride this month. A spoonful of horse cum helps the medicine go down in the most delightful way. I'm Lovecat. I'm Kinophile. I'm Quantum Kitty. I'm Zooey. I'm Steve. I'm Joey the Fox. I am Sigma. I'm Zeman. Be kind to one another. It's the sexiest, zooiest thing you can do. And I'm Toggle, and you've almost finished listening to Zooier Than Thou. Stay defiant, fellow zoos. We'll see you next time you feel like howling at the moon. Oh! Oh!